Hello listeners, I welcome you all to our Industry Connect series. We aim to bring out real-life stories of leading marketers and inspire budding students. I am Trishla Gupta, your host for this session and today we have with us a very special guest. He is currently leading as the Chief Marketing Officer of Kellogg's South Africa. He is an alumina of IMT Ghazibad and the University of Delhi. Mr. Avik Sarkar. Avik has received several awards for his performance and delivered outstanding results across assignments in brand building, new product development, and integrated marketing communication. A very warm welcome, Avik. We are extremely honored to have you with us. How are you doing today? Hi, hi, Trishula. Hi, everybody. I think uh, so far so good. Uh, obviously, situation outside is not that great, and I hope uh, everybody, including all the listeners, are uh, safe and are vaccinated. Uh, uh, currently speaking from Dubai, it's quite hot and humid here, and uh, yeah, surviving so far, and uh, looking forward to this catch up. Thank you so much, Avik. Thank you so much for taking your time out and uh, helping our students. Um, Avik, to begin with, we really look up to you and. Somewhere deep down, we kind of aspire to become like you someday. So we wanted to know. Uh, we wanted to know your work very closely. So can you share what does your typical day at work looks like? That's like a quite a weird question. Typical day at work, and you ask any corporate guy, and 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 that person will say, okay, replying to emails, catching up on coffee, uh, chit chatting, trying to clear the desk. And clear all the unread emails, but uh, but but in the lockdown, the situation is very different. Uh, I think uh, life has changed in terms of um, how we used to operate uh, before the lockdown and and now. Uh, right now, a typical day is more in terms of obviously you save a lot of time in terms of traveling in the morning. So I think the day starts with a lot of connect with the family, which I think is very very important okay. for all of us. Hmm. So, uh, so I think that is uh, good because you tend to have breakfast. You're not rushed. Uh, you tend to uh, chit chat with your parents back home. You can just connect with people whom you want to, and and then you can just start off your day. I think it's important. I think everybody has their own ways of uh, working, and and uh, honestly, for me, a typical day in office is more in terms of understanding the priorities because. All of us, we can't do everything at one at, 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 in a given day, and uh, keeping in mind the priorities, how do we then deliver that? Uh, what I also ensure is uh, I connect with people cross-functionally apart from normal office work. I think that helps me uh, connect with what is happening in their life, the families. Are they in a good space? Else, it becomes a very platonic kind of relationship. Where you on calls every time and you're just talking work, work, work. So the whole uh, uh, break, the, the the whole concept of okay, let's go for a cup of tea, let's take a break, have coffee, etc., mm -hmm. is not there right now because it's all virtual. So, uh, so I think it's important to have a balance between what what we do in terms of work and also connect separately in general, so that people are slightly more uh, open in terms of having a connect with you. Face to face, or through an audio call, or or etc. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. It was a really fascinating thing to know, and uh, I completely agree. It is uh, the pandemic has taught us 
the importance of truly staying with your family believing in the bond and i mean we all became so busy with our work we kind of uh, missed out certain small small moments but now we are realizing the importance of small coffee and tea breaks which you're not getting now but um, nevertheless we are getting uh, more time to spend with our family being together and being around now they are there with us and uh, we get to spend more time with them exactly um moving ahead avik we noticed you've received a lot of recognition for the brand pringles we wanted to know how were you able to achieve such a turnaround for the brand specifically what were the key brand strategies uh, that you followed for this brand pringles honestly is very close to me uh, it's it's a brand which i love working on uh, when when i was a kid i had no clue that uh, eventually i'll end up working for a brand like pringles hmm. and i think it's a dream for any budding marketer to work uh, for a brand like coke or pringles etc i think uh, when i got the opportunity to work on pringles i think it was somewhere around 2017 and uh, and i realized that uh, i will be taking care of five different markets outside of india uh to build the entire pringles business and at that mm-hmm. point of time we were hardly anything we we were not even selling much and uh, like any other market most of the pringles stock is to come from the gray markets and there was no proper strategy behind that okay. uh while so the first thing that we did was uh ensuring that we connect to the consumers in this part of the world so for example a pakistan versus a sri lanka versus a bangladesh versus a nepal the consumer psyche the consumer passion points the behaviors were very very different and uh, now it's a, it's a single brand and how do you ensure that you connect uh, with with all of them in their own way now one there are a couple of things that we realized were the issues the one was pricing people somehow felt uh, and they also feel till now that pringles is fairly expensive yes, but uh, but if you take an example iphone is equally expensive or a mercedes is equally expensive why why do people buy that and second what we realized was people somehow felt that pringles is not part of their uh, country or or not part of their uh, uh, mm. their normal day to day life or uh, or it's not part of their uh, whole way of looking at or or leading a particular life in that particular country so keeping in mind these two aspects of uh, of relevance and of pricing uh, we then came up with a very simple strategy uh, which was very very uh, which was core to the overall brand philosophy of pringles so if you talk about if you see pringles globally mm-hmm. uh, there are certain passion points that we operate under uh, you can see a lot of one is sports uh, one is music uh, mm-hmm. then there are occasions like festivals so we just operate under certain passion points and these are the occasions that we try to target so okay. what we did we wanted to target this occasion from a cultural lens mm-hmm. now the moment you bring culture into perspective people somehow start feeling that uh, the brand is part of your country or the brand is part of your society mm-hmm. a case in point in sri lanka i still remember there were a couple of consumer who who told me that nestle is a sri lankan brand whereas pringles is a foreign brand and they had no clue that nestle yeah. is a global brand yeah. and that is the kind of work that the brand has done in sri lanka for the past so many years yeah. that somehow people feel that it is part of their culture it is part of their society and those were the triggers for me to ensure that how can we start that journey in these markets 
where people feel that Pringles is not part of uh, their culture. So what we did, we took, we did a deep dive and we understood that obviously monies were limited and how do we sharpshoot? So we said mm. that, okay, let's figure out the key occasions across these three, four countries that we have. Mm-hmm. So we picked Eid and Ramzan as one of the key occasion in uh, in Pakistan, which is the biggest festival uh, that they have. Uh, we picked uh, cricket as part of a key occasion in Bangladesh, which again was quite core to, to the nation, the way cricket is to India. So people swear by cricket in Bangladesh. Uh, we picked football in, mm-hmm. in Nepal, and Nepal is very much into football, and, and they, they really enjoy uh, football. So we picked these three occasions. Mm-hmm. And then what we did, we said that we will not activate a lot of things. We will just try to pick these because they are relevant culturally. So the first box was ticked. We then said that, is there anything that we can ride on? Now, in, mm-hmm. in marketing, we have learned a concept called ambush marketing. Yes, sir. Right. And uh, so we said that, can we do kind of uh, ambush marketing? So what we then did in in, uh, 2018, we had the Russia World Cup, the FIFA Mm -hmm. World Cup in football. We did an ambush marketing on Pringles in Nepal. So we did a massive activation Mm -hmm. on football with Mm -hmm. Pringles. And and, and somehow, because FIFA was going on, the World Cup was going on, uh, it became part of the overall event without obviously uh, using any words Mm. like World Cup or FIFA or Mm. etc. Because then legally you are bound to do something. So so that happened. In Bangladesh, again, 2019, I remember there was the Cricket World Cup in England. Mm. We said that, okay, fine. Let us piggy bank on the Cricket World Cup. We again did the second round of ambush marketing there. Uh, in 2018, we did a massive campaign on Ramzan, which, which mm-hmm. had a which had a brilliant cultural insight to it in in Pakistan, and we saw our uh, sales go up almost three times. And in Nepal and Bangladesh, equally, we we just the the sales just went up. Uh, we got multiple awards because of these three insights and and the campaigns that we did internally mm-hmm. and externally. Uh, and uh, I think uh, these were some of the reasons why. I feel that now, today, Pringles as a brand in these countries are still up there uh, because people somehow feel that, yes, it's part of their culture, it's part of their society. And, and, and what is also interesting is that all these countries are quite diverse. Yes, sir. How do you ensure that you make come up with a campaign which is far more inclusive mm. from a brand like Pringles? I somehow put Pringles very close to Coke. Now, Coca-Cola is again a brand which, which does a lot of amazing stuff, a lot of bold stuff. Yes. Uh, not a lot of brand has that power to do it. And I think Pringles is one brand which has the power to do something which is really bold, something which is really different. And, uh, and these were some of the simple things, nothing complicated, honestly speaking, very simple things, yes. which actually changed the trajectory of the brand in these three countries. Thank you so much for sharing this with us, Avik. We now truly understand the amount of effort that goes behind completely revolutionizing a brand. And uh, we do study a lot of the, these things in college. But uh, I think while you shared the experience with us, we truly are now in a better position to relate to it. And having worked with Coca-Cola for certain months, I could completely resonate with you that having generate the feeling of belongingness 
towards or coming from your customers is the greatest thing one can achieve as a brand and pringles has done it and i'm uh, sure uh, uh, the ideas that you came or uh, came up with and focusing on the occasions these are certain things that um, we've complete certain new things that we are learning from this and uh, when we step into the industry i think we'll surely uh, keep these things in mind <laughs> i'm sure you guys will end up doing much better than what we have done <laughs> for sure <laughs> we hope so but sir you truly showed us the practical side of it that uh, there are so much more to marketing and uh, thank you so much for sharing this with us sir yep abik uh, the next question is uh, from one of our listeners uh, he is mr ayushman saxena who is currently an mba student from nmims bangalore so the question put forward by him is you worked in various markets from india to the middle east and then south africa how did you adapt to the change in consumer behavior in each market and how were you able to reflect the same in the marketing campaigns that you were implementing so interesting question in fact while you were reading this question i i also i was ref- reflecting and i was like oh yes i've actually moved a lot in the last uh, few years <clears throat> from india to middle east to south africa and i think there's one thing missing it is india to south asia to middle east to south africa and uh, I, i think uh, i don't know how to uh, comment on that I, i think one thing which is very close to me is mm-hmm. the whole concept on culture and uh, and that is something which um, i think i've i've used that lens the moment i worked from india to south asia to middle mm-hmm. east to to markets like south africa and if you see all these markets are very diverse very different okay. uh, south africans are very very different species compared to middle east people uh, indians again very different uh compared to a pakistani or compared to a sri lankan uh sri lankan for example they look up to people like uh, in in europe or they look up to people in australia new zealand not mm-hmm. that much to uh india mm-hmm. bangladesh there are a lot of influx a lot, lot of people they work in europe especially uk mm-hmm. uh, and middle east so there are a lot of influence from there i think it was very important for me to one understand the culture of all these countries mm-hmm. uh second understand the kind of language the kind of history that they have because each and every country has mm-hmm. a certain history attached to it it's very important to do that mm-hmm. uh i have never been and I, and i'll give the example of south africa i've never been to south africa in my life uh i have never been to the african continent for that matter in my entire life mm-hmm. uh i'm doing this role based out of dubai because of covid unfortunately and it's been almost a year i i completed a year yesterday uh that i'm working for south africa uh from dubai now it's quite weird because you have not seen the market you have not met the consumers you haven't uh, seen how the land looks like how people are how 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 the entire city looks like mm-hmm. and you're trying to devise marketing campaigns it was a very tough uh, phase in the first 3 4 months where uh, i i had to ensure that uh, i read a lot about the history of south africa so there are a couple of things which are very interesting in that market uh, one was uh, with respect to uh, nelson mandela mm-hmm. and uh, the second is with respect to the kind of uh, work the, the the kind of culture and history that uh, south africa has 
in terms of uh, the apartheid uh, uh, apartheid regime and all so there's a guy called trevor noah uh, and uh, there's a very mm. famous book that he has written born a crime it's yeah. it's about his entire journey from as a kid to where he is a big influencer right now in mm-hmm. us he'll be out of us right now i read his book and i got a massive understanding in terms of how the country is uh then i read about mandela i saw a lot of videos uh and then i realized that the the, the way the country operates is very different from what middle east people do or very different from what indians do the first thing that i did was ensuring that i connect with people in that mm. country it was very very important for me uh people it can be your own teammates mm-hmm. it can be your own colleagues and it can be people who are in the agencies or or external partners i think okay. connecting with people understanding their psychology understanding what are they thinking the 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 way they want to approach a particular problem or the way they want to approach a particular thing becomes very different if you go from india to middle east to uh, for that matter south africa and i think those were some of the learnings which i had uh language always very different ethnicity race culture i think those are the key points for any marketer or anybody marketer mm-hmm. to keep in mind when they move ahead in their career uh it while we are in india we have certain notions we have we have seen a lot of things so we we, have, we were born and brought up there so we know how the country operates how people are but the moment you step out is when you realize that you have to really adapt yourself to and immerse yourself in their culture in order to understand how do you devise things it is not about the marketing campaigns and and honestly speaking the marketing campaigns won't differ uh, much but it is the way you connect and communicate mm-hmm. with the consumer that differs by the market and and that is where global brands they are successful uh, most of the time at times there are the learnings that we have Mm-hmm. and i'm not saying whatever i have done personally in my entire career is all right or is perfect no uh, i have definitely learned a lot in the last uh, almost 11 years that i've been in my career and uh, and and learned a lot more in terms of understanding people understanding mm-hmm. uh, the way they behave the way they operate uh, a typical life of a consumer in a sri lanka versus a bangladesh versus a someone mm-hmm. in a saudi uh and someone in south africa is very 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 different uh i also ensured that i don't have a preconceived notion about a particular country which actually helped me adapt faster because okay. the moment uh, i still remember when i was told to work on a project for pakistan mm-hmm. it was way back in 2015 and you know how the moment you hear pakistan a lot of preconceived notions that you have uh I'll be happy to share that till now I have a lot of friends who are from 2015 that I've connected till now I'm in touch with them mm. and uh, and and outstanding people and it's a brilliant country in terms of what they are they are capable of doing uh, again Sri Lankans very different in terms of their approach the definition of life is very different from an Indian honestly speaking uh, South African again very different so so not having a preconceived notion also helped me integrate in their culture helped me adapt uh, faster 
compared to if i would have had a preconceived notion it would have been very mm-hmm. difficult for me to then move ahead i think these were some of the challenges which i faced and some of the ways how mm-hmm. i uh, ensured that i continue my journey uh, i don't know whether successful or not that others can say but uh, as long as you're enjoying as long as you're creating something which is different and at the end something which is really inspiring you then becomes okay. interesting this was really really helpful and it has given us so much clarity i mean uh, we studied the subject consumer behavior but you truly showed us the practical side of it and how important it is to have a blank canvas when you work for a particular market and uh, apart from that uh, you truly showed us the importance of understanding your consumers to the very core not just superficially but understanding what's the history what from where they are coming from thank you so much avesh this is truly shown us a new understanding of the subject altogether <coughs> thanks my pleasure thank you so much um abhik uh, we would like you to share a piece of advice for budding students i mean uh, we kind of look up to you and want to become like you some day so we would want to know um a piece of advice that we students uh, should keep in mind while uh, building a career in marketing and uh, something that's not taught to us in a b school i think uh, it's very important to listen to your heart uh most of the time we tend to do something or we want to do something because we have seen someone doing that now someone is doing that may not be applicable to how you would do if you are in his in his or her shoes i think very important to listen to your heart very important to understand what are you passionate about i think marketing is all about passion there's no doubt about it as in if you're not passionate about something no matter how much you do you will not be able to crack it uh and then the third thing which the third advice that i'll give is uh, there's a way my my ex boss used to tell me every time uh that abik remember the word kiss k i s s now the k i s s is nothing but keep it straight and simple the most sim- the simple the campaign the simple the idea is the simple the execution is if it's very straight it's very easy for the consumers to understand mm-hmm. if we tend to complicate things people will not do it it's a very cluttered market outside people will not understand okay. that is the reason these days you see a lot of simple campaigns going out it really hits you mm-hmm. and 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 the fourth being uh, very 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 important is ensure that you immerse yourself into the culture of that particular consumer or culture of that particular land and in india also if you're doing a campaign for tamil for, for for tamil nadu for example ensure that you immerse yourself into that culture only then you will understand how mm. they behave or what they are doing versus if you're doing a campaign in west bengal they're very different they are completely completely different so it's very important to not have a preconceived notion immerse yourself in the culture and and i'm sure if you keep it straight and simple and if you're passionate about it you'll be able to win the consumer's heart thank you so much for sharing this with us avik uh, these thoughts are really inspiring and i'm sure the budding students will be hearing this podcast will be taking back so many uh, learnings from the your from your journey the experiences you shared the examples you shared were uh, so new and so refreshing it it completely um, showed us that 
what goes behind we study everything or in books uh, we read cases but it truly showed us the practical side of uh, coming up with a campaign what are the different ideas how do how does one brainstorm this has given us uh, hold together a different perspective and a new picture uh, to marketing as we perceive it as a domain thank you so much once again my pleasure thanks uh abhi before we come to an end of this podcast we have a small surprise for you uh we'll play a small game of this oh, wow. or that uh, uh this is a, like a fun sort of a game we've uh, seen the professional side of you we want to really know the fun side of you as well so okay. i'll ask you five questions uh okay. each question will have uh, two options you'll have mm-hmm. to pick one okay so shall we begin shoot let's go for it work from home or work from office uh, your preference work from office okay pani puri or puchka what's your favorite any time puchka <laughs> you're a true true kolkata fan <laughs> uh tv series or movies your pick uh tough one <laughs> movies but there are a lot of tv series which are equally gripping so tough fun but movies yeah okay movies it is are you a beach person or mountain what is that first place anytime. you hit beach beach no doubt about it any time um what's that uh, which that what is that one city in india you would want to uh, relive again uh, probably in uh, kolkata mumbai delhi you've been to like you've lived in so many cities i want to relive again all right i think if i if i given an opportunity i would hmm. love to uh just go back to jamshedpur which is my hometown and uh, just spend time there i think it's a small city uh, mm, and uh, simple and uh, and i would love to just to go back there thank you so much and that's how we come to an end of our podcast it was great hosting you avik uh, i'm sure our audience are going to take back so many insights from this session i'm personally taking back so many learnings and i'm sure our audience are going to be taking back too Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Uh more than happy to connect with anybody if they want. And uh, please stay safe and okay. all the best for your summers, for your finals and whoever it is. So that's that's and I and, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs>